Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts, you can get $25 or more off brand new DeWalt power tools by trading in your old ones. You know, those worthless tools you never use anymore? Yeah, those dusty things can actually save you at least $25 on new DeWalt power tools. Hmm, not so worthless after all. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 6 Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here with you for a solo podcast. It's just me here today. Uh, Josh is busy, so I, uh, I'm just taking you guys here, breaking down the slate. We normally go position by position, but uh, we will be going... Uh, We'll going be going game by game. It's just an easier breakdown for me going solo. So we're gonna do it uh, do it that way today, and uh, hopefully you guys will all enjoy. Um, so let's get started. We'll dive right in. The first game on the slate, and we're skipping all a lot of the early games. There's uh, you know Giants, Tigers, Marlins, Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, uh, Reds, Rockies, and the Pirates and Phillies. They're all not on the slate, but we're gonna start with the Braves Nationals. And actually, real quick before I start, I forgot to have a a promo to talk about. I, I'm sure you've heard it before. We've been talking about it around the industry, but it's a great promo and something you need to uh, need to be a part of. Uh, so all you gotta do is join the uh, for every entry you join into the 100K walk off earns you two raffle tickets. Max enter and you get 100 raffle tickets. This is for existing uh, and new RG members for fantasy draft for fantasy draft uh, promotions or whatever. So. Uh, incentive. So yeah, use the use the code grinder. Sign up for Face Draft if you haven't, and uh, you'll be able to get in on that. And if you already are one, then you uh, are already eligible. Uh, so this is how the drawing works: two sets of MLB, uh, two sets of MLB tickets to a regular season game of your choice. We're gonna do a raffle. You can possibly get that. You can get one one hundred and nine dollar Fantasy Draft PGA Championship Live Qualifier uh, for entry. Uh, two pieces of premium Fantasy Draft gear autographed by a pro athlete. 20 Roto Grinder shirts or 10 uh, Fantasy Draft shirts or hats. Winner's choice. So, uh, pretty cool promotion that we're running. We're going to do a raffle to on air uh, during uh, one of the Fantasy Draft Happy Hour shows. So, uh, that'll be pretty sweet as well. You'll be able to, uh, you know, kind of have a live uh, live uh, auction of that, which would be pretty fun, uh, fun to do and just be a part of. So, head on over to Fantasy Draft and jump into that contest. But, yeah, let's get started with Fantasy Draft. Uh, looking at the pitching today... Um, like I said, again, I'm going to go game by game. And uh, on this slate, we have uh, first pitchers up are Mike Fultonevich versus Gio Gonzalez. Uh, Gio Gonzalez, 22K. Mike Fultonevich, 14.4K. Uh, Gio Gonzalez is a pretty hefty price tag for 14.4K. But, I mean, Gio Gonzalez has been uh, has been really good this year. Like, he's a guy that I kind of have believed in from the start of the year. And he's definitely shown that uh, throughout the season. So, uh, Gio's a guy... In a matchup against the Braves, I'm not totally in love with, but if I can get him for a, uh, you know, it depends where I can get him in the industry. Uh, if I can get him for a cheaper price tag, uh, I have some mild interest in him, right? Uh, but again, some of these Braves are, are tricky, right? We have Inciarte, uh, Freeman, and uh, Matt Adams, but they're all lefties. That's the one great part. So Gio is helped by that. And the righties that we're really, like, you know, would be worried about, like a Matt Kemp or Brandon Phillips, Flowers, like Swanson, I'm not really, like, scared of those guys. They're not, I mean, Matt Kemp you normally would be, but Matt Kemp has looked absolutely awful recently. So uh, I'm not too worried about Matt Kemp 
uh, at this point in time right now. Like, so uh, basically, uh, Ju Gonzalez, I think, is a decent tournament option, and also it's a bad park shift for the Braves. Uh, I know that it looks like there are some could be some possible weather there, so keep an eye on that. And that game got rained out yesterday, so just make sure you check out on that. Uh, but all in all, uh, Geo, I think, is actually a pretty good play uh, despite having a matchup against the Braves. Um, Geo has just been really good this year. Uh, you know, K percentage against righties is 23.5%. Against lefties, 23.7%. I mean, it's just solid K percentage. Uh, walks have, Walk percentage has been down to uh, than, than normal, so he's a guy I'm definitely going to be looking at uh, and targeting. On this slate, I think the more and more I look at it and the more and more I think about it with all the lefties in that lineup, I mean, it just makes a ton of sense. Uh, but moving on to the... Uh, the Washington side, we have Mike Fultonevich. Uh, Mike Fultonevich is a pitcher. He can be he can be pretty good at times, right? He can show you elite games. He almost threw a no hitter this year, but uh, in matchup against like some of these lefties, lefties are what are his struggle. And uh, with Bryce Harper and Daniel Murphy being some of the deadliest lefties in this lineup, uh, they'll throw out there you know guys like Weeders, maybe a Defoe. They'll throw out Brian Goodwin for sure. I think it's just a good stay away spot. Um, or they'll throw in a Steven Drew instead of Defoe. Like either way, there's going to be too many lefties in this lineup. Mike Fultonevich, there's such good pitching on this slate too. Uh, something I just uh, haven't haven't said yet, but uh, I'm going to probably say a lot. There's such great pitching on this slate. I think it's unnecessary to uh, you know go with uh, Fultonevich on this uh, on this loaded pitching slate for such a small slate. So yeah, that's uh, that's the plan here with that side of the ball from. From a hitting perspective, uh, the bats I would want are Harper and Murphy. Those are mainly the two that I'm going to look at. Um, I don't know if I'm going to stack Washington, and could that be a mistake? Yeah, it could be, right? Like Washington's a scary offense. Uh, they have an implied run total above five. So, uh, and, you know, Fulty, gets, Fulty can get blown up. But I think I'm mainly going to look at Murphy, going to look at Harper, uh, kind of focus on those two. It's, you know, going to be hard to pay for Harper. But if you told me I could only play one, it'd probably be Murphy if I had to pick. Um, but in like a good one batting first, I could see in like my cash games, right? For a cheap price tag, that could make some sense. Uh, on the Atlanta side of the ball, I'm likely going to stay away. I mean, the one guy I'd be interested in kind of still playing is, I know it's lefty lefty, but maybe Friday Freeman just because, uh, just because he's like third base eligible and like, I know on fantasy draft, it wouldn't matter, but, uh, people, people I think know like Freddie Freeman's back, right? It's not one of those situations where he just came back from the DL and people aren't rostering him. Uh, people are rostering him. So maybe when I think about it more and more, it's tougher to roster Freddie Freeman, but, uh, he's an elite hitter, man. And like, you're getting him for, uh, you're getting him for good price tags around the industry right now. Uh, and it's, I think his price tag will only go up, uh, in the next couple weeks. So, uh, that's the one guy, if I had to play one on the Braves side of the ball, that's who I would play. Uh, moving on, let's head over to the Houston game. Uh, Houston at Toronto. Uh, the Houston at Toronto game is a uh, nine employ- implied run total. Houston uh, is got five runs and uh, Toronto at four. Uh, we have Lance McCullers on the mound against uh, Francisco Liriano. Uh, McCullers is a guy, and he has been... He is great stuff, right? Uh, it's pretty obvious, and we can get him at a pretty good price tag here on Fantasy Draft, 21.2K. Uh, the problem with McCullers is they don't, you know, he had a bad last start, uh, and he, the problem with McCullers is they, they really baby him, right? They don't really let him go as far as you would wish. That's kind of really like the problem with Lance McCullers. Uh, but a, a matchup against, uh, Toronto with all those righties, um, I mean, yeah, that sounds great to me. Uh, I, all those righties, like, I know they're good, right? But it's a good matchup for, 
for a guy like McCullers, uh, it just makes a ton of sense for him here in a spot where he could go under Rome because all these people, all the play- people don't want to touch uh, McCullers because he's against a Toronto offense. That can be scary, but just, I mean, McCullers stuff is elite, right? Uh, against righties, 29.4% K percentage, and against lefties, 28.8%. Uh, that's great. Uh, has ground ball rates of 67.8% against righties and against lefties, 60, uh, 60%. Like, that's just, the, the ground ball rate is elite. The K percentage is elite. Um, I know the run total says four, right? But maybe that'll scare people off, and that'll get McCullers on their own for me. I love McCullers as a tournament option. Uh, again, I just worry about his pitch. He's kind of got like Alex Wood in him a little bit. Like uh, they, they, they don't let him go far enough, and he's got elite ground balls and elite Ks. Uh, so, I mean, I think uh, McCullers is one of my favorite tournament options on this slate. Uh, has a ton of upside. I know there's, there can be some scary bats in this lineup, like a Smoke, Morales, Donaldson, Batista, but I, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with McCullers on this slate. Uh, moving on to the uh, Houston side of the ball, I mean this is a side of the ball that we want to have interest in. Uh, Francisco Liriano is not good. Uh, I, I get he's uh you know can show some pretty elite stuff, right? Like he's got a 29.4 percent K percentage against lefties. Uh, and a walk percentage of 2.0%. But looking at the right against the righties, uh, 19K percentage, and then here's the walk rate, 13.8%. The WOBA is three, uh, 0.362. Like, ISO's even higher, 30 points higher against uh, righties compared to lefties. I mean, these righties are going to mash Liriano. It's obvious just looking at the numbers. Uh, and if you know Francisco Liriano, you know he struggles. Uh, he can struggle a ton, and when he struggles, oh, it gets ugly. So... I would love to have interest in all these righties, right? I think uh, Evan Gaddis is one of my favorites. On sites where you have to play catchers, I'm going to probably load up on him. Carlos Correa, uh, you know, he's a great option. Uh, if you have the money to pay for him, sure, pay up for him. Uh, George Springer just had a pretty massive game uh, yesterday. Uh, he had also had two stolen bases. Hadn't had any all year, and he had two stolen bases. Uh, so I like him in this spot. I think he's a guy you can pay up for at outfield. He can be kind of streaky, and uh, he looks like he's kind of... Streaking in the right direction right now, so I would uh, I would think I'd want some Springer exposure. Jose Altuve too, he's a great option at second base. I would consider him too, and then uh, don't mind mixing in some of these other bats, right? If you're running like ten stacks of these Astros, uh, don't just run Springer, Altuve, Correa, and Gaddis, right? Uh, mix in a Beltran, a Marwin Gonzalez, Gurriel, Bregman. Like mix all these guys in a little bit. Don't don't go too crazy, you know. Don't play uh, don't play like sixty percent Gurriel, but just get overweight on the field, uh, basically. But I think these Houston bats are. Uh, a good, a good stack to stack up in this spot uh, against Liriano because we know when Liriano does blow up, it can get really ugly. Uh, didn't really say on the Toronto side of the ball if I wanted to play anyone. I don't want to play anyone, but if I'm going to play anyone, say you're, you're you know, gun to my head, I got to play someone. Uh, I'm going to play Smoke just because Smoke has been so good, uh, just absolutely crushing the ball. Uh, and if you look at his plate IQ, uh, it, it matches up pretty well against uh, pretty well against. Uh, Lance McCullers. So him and Morales both have pretty nice plate IQ uh, against them. And those are the two guys I would play if I had to. Like you, you told me I have to play two. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go smoke first and then Morales, but maybe maybe play it depending on the price. But I don't think this is anywhere we need to go with the Toronto Bats. Moving on to the next game, we have the Cleveland Indians uh, against the San Diego Padres. This game is in Cleveland. Uh, we have a uh, nine run total. Cleveland's implied run total is 5.28 and uh, Padres is at 3.72. So, uh, you know, we Padres is a low run total as normal in the threes. Uh, the pitcher that they have then is Josh Tomlin on the mound uh, against Den- Denelson Lamette. 
Uh, Josh Tomlin is a guy who I don't love the roster, but it's against the Padres, right? Like the stream against them. It makes sense. Uh, I'll probably get exposure to him on two pitcher sites. One pitcher sites, maybe not so much if it helps me fit in the bat, sure. Uh, but I think I want some exposure to Tomlin here in this spot. Uh, he's only 12.6K on Fantasy Draft. I mean, that's just a great price tag. Uh, I have no complaints about that. Uh, just to help you get in a lot of the other bats, it makes a ton of sense. He could be even your, he can be even be your cash game, your second cash game option, right? Uh, he could be if it's if he's cheap enough and he helps get the bats. I get it. Uh, problem is, uh, the K's aren't really there, but it's San Diego, so something's got to give, right? Uh, Cleveland pitcher. Oh, sorry, I'm reading from Plate IQ, but Cleveland pitcher uh, Josh Tomlin, 17.2%. Uh, is his K percentage against righties and uh, against lefties is 16.9%. The great part is his walk percentage, right? 3.4% and 2.3% against both sides of the plate. I mean, that's the nice thing about I like guys like this, right? Like similar to uh, a Josh Tomlin is like a Jeff Samarja. Jeff Samarja has kept a really low walk rate uh, this year. And if you're keeping a low walk rate down, you might not burn through your uh, pitch count, which is something I like to see in a pitcher, and especially a cheap guy like this. Uh, am I worried about the Woba? Yeah, it's pretty high against righties uh three three nine eight and three five four against lefties like that's something to be concerned of the woba is definitely concerning but i think tomlin for a cheap price against this padres team that's not that great um it's a spot that we could go to but i'm not going to go all in on it or anything uh that that's the one thing uh, i'm a little worried about and uh hey padres 22.6k percentage uh, right now against uh against all pitchers and against righty specifically 24.8 percent so uh Tomlin's a guy that I think I have some interest in this spot but I don't want to go crazy because there is some risk here uh I don't know if I'll definitely do it in my cash games the pitching is loaded today there's a lot of guys uh that you can that we'll get to that you can go to instead so I'm a little uh I don't know if Tomlin's the guy I'm definitely gonna play but I think he's in cash game consideration just because of the matchup specifically and um I think he can work in tournaments too just because like the price tag is so cheap i mean the price tag helps as well but uh no, i'll probably play no uh no san diego bats on this slate that i never really play a ton of them unless it's like a dream matchup or something like that uh moving on to the cleveland uh cleveland hitters uh i'm definitely gonna have some interest in some of them but i'll say this this Dinelson Lamet kid is pretty good but uh from what vegas is telling us this is not the spot to uh roster him um I know Bradley Zimmer batted first yesterday. If he's batting first again, sounds like a great cash game option we can go to. Uh, but I'm assuming Kipnis will be back uh, in the lineup batting first. Uh, and also Lindor. Like, Lindor's a guy I'm going to love a ton on this slate. I think he's a guy that, uh, at the shortstop position, helps fill that spot. On fantasy draft, you don't have to play shortstop, so that's nice. I don't think that's necessary. But on sites where you need to play shortstop, uh, and when you can get him at a good price tag, I like Lindor. Uh, and some of these other guys, right, like a Brantley, like, and Emerson I think they'll go under-owned. Uh, they'll probably be an under-owned stack. I mean, they have a 5.28 run total, and you you think uh, the run total would uh, drive up the ownership. But when I think about it more and more, I mean, I think a lot of people know that this Lamette kid has been pretty good. And uh, I think they're just going to decide to stay away from this spot and gravitate to other spots. I could be wrong. I'm just, I mean, it's the highest run total on the slate, right? But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Uh, I just feel like people people in the industry have been playing him. He's been like you know thirty percent on uh, owned on past slates, and I feel like people will just realize the K stuff is pretty good, and they might stay away. But I could be absolutely wrong. Like I said, I I have exposure to Cleveland though. Like I'm definitely gonna play these guys. Uh, looking at their lineup, like Kipnis, Lindor. Brantley, Edwin Encarnacion, Jose Ramirez, Lonnie Chisholm, Zimmer, all those guys are in play for me. Um, sites where I have to play a catcher, I'll get some Jan Gomes exposure maybe. I won't be playing Eric Gonzalez, but uh, 
if I had to pick one guy I love the most on this team, uh, if you've been listening to me uh, throughout the weekend, Grimes, man, it's, it's Jose Ramirez. This guy, he is just absolutely crushing the ball. Keeps doing it uh, game after game, and he's a guy that keeps going under Rome because he's so priced up. He's priced up sometimes. He's sometimes the highest third baseman on the slate, and uh, you know people just don't see them him as the highest priced first baseman on the slate, and it keeps his ownership down. And I like that for tournaments for sure. So he's a guy that I love. When I make sure I do my Cleveland stacks, I'm gonna have it. Probably wouldn't make my cash game roster construction, uh, but. Um, maybe some of these other cheap, cheaper Cleveland bats would like a Kipnis or Lindor or Zimmer just to get a, just to get nice exposure to that game uh, because I, I think I want some exposure to it. Uh, but moving on, let's head over to the Red Sox and Tampa Bay Rays. This is the game with a seven run total. Um, uh, Red Sox are implied run total is 3.92 and the Rays is 3.08. It is in Tampa Bay. So that is great for Chris Sale who's on the mound against Jacob Faria. Uh, Chris Sale is the guy today. I'm going to pay up for him. I don't care. Cash games, he will be my guy. I'm pretty sure. Uh, don't hold me to it 100%, but at this time, if I had to play, I'm playing Chris Sale. Uh, that's kind of where I feel. The reasons why I'm playing Chris Sale and my thought process on it is obviously, you know, he's elite, right? I'm not going to rattle off all the numbers for you. We all know how good he is. Uh, he goes with Tampa Bay, who strikes out the most, gets a huge uh, most in the league, gets a huge park shift in Tampa Bay. Huge park shift. Uh, so that's actually massive for him. On top of that, uh, we get a team in the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. And if you if you looked at actually, this is a good uh, good plug. Christian Mino had his trend spotting article and showed uh, you know the ground ball rates. And you can look them up yourself. Look at the ground ball rates of uh, of some of these Tampa Bay hitters. They hit into a lot of ground balls, which is going to be great for Chris Sale. Uh, Chris Sale won't, won't give us many fly balls, and that was reasons to roster Lester. It didn't work last uh, on Saturday, but he was definitely the right play. In that spot, but anyways, back to back to talking about Chris Sale. Um, the reason why I kind of want to play him is I feel like in my cash games, besides him just being the best play on the board in general, uh, there's a lot of sexy options. I'll just rattle them off. I know we haven't gotten to them all, but there's Gio Gonzalez, Lance McCullers, Robbie Ray, Rich Hill, Jose Barrios, uh, and then. Lamette, who's got a, uh, you know, the nice K percentage. I don't think tons of people go to him, but people might make a mistake just looking at the game logs and go play him. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Last game, he had 32.75, 17.10, and then 29.10. So people might fall into the game log trap. Then you have Josh Tomlin against San Diego, and we like to steam uh, pitchers against San Diego. So it makes a ton of sense just to play Chris Sale and Cash and let others make mistakes. Like, I don't know if he'll be... 80 90 owned on this slate i could see him getting to maybe like a 60 percent where uh, we feel like we have a nice little edge against the rest of the field so in tournaments uh it's a little bit of a different conversation um i think i want chris hill because the upside is uh this is like the best upside spot for him right in the in, in the league like if you could draw up the best matchup uh this is probably it so i think I want Chris Sale exposure in tournaments as well. I'm going to try to be overweight from the field, and hopefully it won't, I won't have to be overweight uh, too much. Maybe his ownership will be lower, like I said, because there's all these nice options to play. So uh, it's pretty obvious, though. Chris Sale is the guy for me. I'm going to play him. I'm not worried about the Rays today. Uh, the Rays, I'm not playing any bats on that side of the ball. don't care if it's any of those good platoon righties. I'm not playing them. I don't think it's necessary on the slate. And then Jacob Faria. Uh, the Red Sox get a real negative park shift. Uh, I... I think I'm going to pass. Faria's been pretty good this year. He's a guy I, uh, you know, have been wanting to play. And he, this, the spots haven't been right. It's been kind of frustrating. And I wish it's been the right spots, but it just hasn't been the right spots for him. Uh, but I'll read you some of his K percentages. I mean, righties, 29.2%. 
Walk rate, 4.2%. And the lefties, 22.6%. And then uh, walk percentage is 3.2%. Um, I mean, that's just really good. Uh, it, those are numbers that uh, you don't see from young pitchers when they just get in the league. And he's a guy that uh, I'd be targeting, targeting uh, the rest of the season. I don't know if I'll target him in this spot. I don't hate it. Uh, maybe getting a little bit of exposure to it. But uh, it's not, not a spot I'm going to go crazy over. But uh, it's clear in this game, Chris Sale is the guy. And he's the guy that you want. Moving on, let's head over to uh, the third to last game on this slate. We have the Orioles against the Minnesota Twins. We have a 9.5 run total. Orioles at 4.37, Twins 5.13. Dylan Bundy going up against Jose Barrios. Uh, this is a great spot, I think, for Barrios. I think uh, I'm going to have some uh, a good amount of exposure to him. Uh, man, his K percentage against righties is 29.2% with a walk rate of 6.6%. Uh, here's the best part about this, right? Um, all these guys are righties in this lineup. We're going to have Seth Smith, the one lefty, and then Machado, Shup, Jones, Trumbo, Mancini, Castillo, Tejada. Um, I mean, probably Rickard, right? I mean, that's what we have projected the RG lineup, and it looks like that'll that's what it'll be. We shouldn't have any surprises. I'm trying to think of what other lefty could mess it up. Maybe Hansu Kim. Maybe they throw him in. But again, I mean, not just an elite K percentage against righties. Uh, and we know Baltimore, right? They're an offense to be feared, uh, right? We, we should be a little scared of them. They're in a park in Minnesota, which is better for ready power. So I understand the idea of if, hey, you want to stack up these power ready bats in a good power ready park. I, I get that. But I'm more interested in Berrios. He's the guy I want instead. Uh, Berrios is just in a perfect spot because Baltimore can swing and miss with the best of them. They can really struggle at times with K percentage is at 22.1% with this lineup that we have projected here in the Roto Grinders uh, projected lineup. So 22.1 K percentages was pretty high. Uh, this is a guy that I definitely am uh, am interested in targeting. Uh, Jose Barrios, I think, is a really good tournament option. Could I pair him with Chris Sale? Um, I don't know. Probably going to be tough. On Fantasy Draft, if I go Chris Sale and I go Jose Barrios, for 18.4k then i'm left with seven thousand dollars per position so i'm gonna have to work at it and really try but i mean there's such good pitching on this slate i wouldn't argue if you went jose barrios right um the one thing that has me concerned is vegas is higher on this uh higher on the orioles than i am at 4.37 run total uh, so it's something i'm going to monitor throughout the day uh but uh basically jose barrios is my top guy if i had to pick guys on the uh, Orioles side of the ball that i'm going to play um jose if I had to pick guys on this side of the ball that I'm going to play, it'll probably be Manny Machado, right? He's just too cheap throughout the industry. I know on FanDuel and DraftKings, he's super underpriced. I'll have interest in him. Uh, and, of, of course, like, you know, I'll have interest in, like, the Shups, the Jones, Trumbo, Mancy, like, the guys that actually hit pow- hit for power. Uh, that's who I'm going to play if I have to, Assess Smith. Uh, it'll just probably be the one through six. Mancini also is hitting right-handed pitching really well this year. So he's a guy I would have a little interest in uh, if, I, if I stack up the Orioles. But... It's very, very unlikely that I'm going to stack up the Orioles on this slate. All right, moving on. Let's head to the uh, next game on the slate. Oakland A's against the Seattle Mariners. Oh, wait. Sorry, I forgot to mention uh, Dylan Bundy. My bad. Uh, So Dylan Bundy's a guy I'm actually looking to target on this slate. Uh, Dylan Bundy uh, is going up against Brian Dozier. Uh, Dozier's a guy I think is just in a great spot against him. I'm going to load up on Dozier. I know Dozier has been... Uh, struggling a little bit, but um, man, this is just a great spot for Dozier. Uh, I know it's not a lefty, but 
I, I think uh, this is a good spot for Dozier to go and take the ball out of the park. He looks like he lines up well against him today. I also like uh, like Robbie Grossman. I think uh, going him, like even Miguel Sano, Max Kepler. Um, those are guys I'd probably uh, the four guys I'd load up on a stack. I don't mind also mixing in the mixing in the shortstops, the Polancos, the Escobars. I don't think that's a bad route to go. I never roster Joe Mauer, but uh, I get it if you want to. Sure, he's he helped Estiel Cards win a GPP, but he's I doubt he'll ever help me win one. So uh, I'm more interested in the Dozier, Grossman, Sano, and Kepler combo. And maybe mixing in those shortstops. And even a Jason Castro, I like him as a catcher. Uh, normally a good option for power. He's got a ton of power. So he's a guy I would have a little bit of interest in. Um, but those are just too cheap around the industry. He's a guy I might, uh, you know, I'll probably be considering in cash games. Uh, once again today, he's a guy I've had a lot of interest in recently. And I'll probably keep looking at him a ton. So he's a guy I'm going to have interest in where he's cheap. All right, we can move on now to the next game. We have the Oakland A's at Seattle Mariners with a nine-run total. The uh, Seattle Mariners at a 4.88 run total against the A's with a 4.12. Sam Gaviglio pitching against Paul Blackburn. Uh, these are two pitchers that uh, you know are not not the not the sexiest names on the slate. Guys, I'm just not going to touch at all. There's no point. Uh, we have a lot of good pitchers on this slate, especially in the next game. We have two pretty good pitchers. Uh, it's just no need to play these pitchers, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, Sam Gaviglio is a guy. Uh, I'm just, I don't mind playing these A's bats. There's not a ton I love though, but like I'll play a Chris Davis, uh, uh, Yonder Alonso uh, for some power, right? If I get like a cheap guy, like a Franklin Beto, Barreto at shortstop batting second, sure, maybe I'll have some interest in him, but there's not a lot of love I love on this Oakland team. Maybe just picking like those power bats as a one-off uh, if they fit the spot. I could understand that, but that's kind of the only thing I'm thinking with the uh, Oakland A's. Seattle side of the ball against Paul Blackburn. Uh, I'm going to have some interest in some of these bats here. Uh, Vegas does too. 4.88 run total in Seattle for the Seattle team. Uh, guys like Nelson Cruz, Robinson Cano, Kyle Seager. I mean, those are the three that I'm going to be locked in on. I don't want to forget Gene Segura. He's a guy um, at shortstop. is always a good play. Normally priced up, and people I don't think want to pay that price tag for him. But, man, he's been mashing the ball pretty well this year, uh, you know, despite going on the DL. So, He's a guy I'll have a ton of interest in too. And even mixing in Ben Gamble, uh, even mix, like Mitch Haniger, you can mix, mix in Gerard Dyson, Mike Zanino. Uh, don't love Danny Valencia, but all these guys you can just mix in throughout. It's a good stack on this slate. Uh, so if you're going to stack them up, mix them throughout. Uh, I think if I had to pick my favorite guys to stack, it's probably Segura, Cano, Cruz, and Seager. Kind of chalky, right? The most chalky build that you could probably pick of these uh, Seattle Mariners. But that's probably the, uh, the route I would end up going if I had to pick. But uh, I think all, a lot of these Seattle bats are going to be in play against Blackburn on the slate. Moving on to the last game, uh, we have Rich Hill against Robin, Robbie Ray. Uh, we have a 7.5 run total here, so uh, definitely clearly obvious it's uh, going to be helpful for the pitching. Uh, we have a Arizona Diamondbacks at 3.39 run total and the Los Angeles Dodgers at a 4.11. Uh, Robbie Ray's a guy I think you uh, you always want tournament exposure to. It, you always want to get exposure to him because uh, the K upside is just so elite. Uh, I know that that the uh, these that the Dodgers are better against uh, lefties and can absolutely mash them. Um, uh, well, they're not better against lefties, but they have good guys that can hit lefties, right? They have a Logan Forsythe. They have a, a Justin Turner. Uh, I prefer him against righties, but he, he can crush lefties. They have guys like uh, Cody Bellinger and Chris Taylor. Uh, they have guys that can hit him, right? Uh, 
there's the idea that uh, that the Dodgers can't hit lefties. They're better against righties, but there's the idea that they can't hit lefties uh, from last year's numbers. But it seems like it's normalized a little bit, and they fixed their lineup too, obviously, with like adding some of these guys. Uh, Robbie Ray, I mean... I get the run totals at 4.1. I'm not going to stack against him, right? Uh, it's not going to be a spot where I take a ton of Dodgers. Maybe I'll take a guy here or there as a one-off. Um, I'm trying to think of which ones I take as a one-off. That's the problem. It's tough to pick them out, which one I would want as a one-off. Uh, probably won't, but um, Robbie is a guy I probably want tournament exposure to uh, just because every time he's on the mound, he has he has 10 strikeout upside. It's pretty simple. He's at 20.4K on fantasy draft. I'm going to have some interest in him. Uh, looking at the Dodgers side of the ball, um, again, like I said, not much to play. We, we have Rich Hill though. Rich Hill's on the opposite side of the mound against, uh, the Diamondbacks. Uh, Rich Hill's a guy that he's gone seven innings in the last two starts. He's kind of getting, I guess he's getting stretched out a little bit more. He's actually going further in the games. Uh, he's pitching better. That blister is probably not bothering as much for 19.8 K. I have interest in him, but he's kind of one of those guys that, uh, if I if I can play him in cash games, I'll play him, but I'm not loving it because I feel like the upside is not extreme there and not really there. Um, and in tournaments, I don't like playing him just because his price is up uh, near Robbie Ray. Just have, doesn't have as much K upside as him. So it, maybe I'll get a little exposure to him, but not a ton. It just depends on the price tag and the site. On fantasy draft, I think I'd rather play Robbie Ray for 600 more just because of the upside there uh, for Robbie Ray. But looking at the Arizona side of the ball, here's the other thing. Uh, AJ Pollock is back, so uh, this lineup is scarier now. It's got Pollock, Peralta, Goldschmidt, Owings, Lamb. I know uh, Peralta and Lamb kind of get uh, neutralized by Hill, but the fact that we have Pollock back really back really will change up this lineup and make it kind of more deadly uh, in the future. So going forward, make sure to be on the lookout for this Arizona team, and I think you want to play them. Uh, this might not be the... Uh, this might not be the best spot for them uh, going forward. I think because they're, they're probably going to have four games against the Dodgers uh, coming up in this series. Uh, but after the All-Star break, right, uh, this might be a spot to really attack uh, Arizona bats and really get exposure to them. But, uh, yeah, uh, so that's about the slate. That's basically it. Uh, just to summarize it a little bit for you guys, uh, Chris Sale's the guy I like the most. Uh, it makes a ton of sense to play him. And then uh, I think it's a good day to probably pay up for SB2 in cash uh, in tournaments. Um, it's up to you, right? Like, uh, I think it's more a priority to get one of the pitchers you like because there's, I would want to get at least one of these really good upside K pitchers and pair him with uh, a really good stack and then figure out what pitcher works from there with the rest of your bats. Uh, that's kind of how I would play it out in tournaments. But in cash, I think this is going to be a day where we maybe pay up for two pitchers uh, just because there's such good pitching around and there's not a ton of hitters that we absolutely love today. Uh, I mean, if you if you're listening the whole way through, it, it, there weren't a ton of hitters that I was all over today uh, just because it's not the best uh, best spot for them, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, that's about to say now, now time to uh, talk about the stack of the day. Um, we have no cores on this slate. We have no Tigers to really ruin us from yesterday. Man, that was frustrating. If you listened yesterday, you were probably frustrated with us. Uh, Tigers really let us down a little bit. But uh, my stack of the day uh, is going to be the Houston Astros. I mean, uh, Liriano just has probably the most blow-up upside on this entire slate of anyone. And uh, I think this is a great spot to attack him. The Astros offense is one of the best offenses in the league. Uh, the Astros have looked really good. Um you know, yesterday they crushed the ball. Uh, so I'm going to go back to the wall on these Astros. Uh, 
I'm going to load up on them. They, they also, I, one thing I love about the Astros, and I don't roster them nearly enough probably in tournaments because they're priced up, but when I do play them, the thing I love about them is I can play Altuve and Correa at second and shortstop and like play Gaddis. And that just crosses off positions that I don't like the roster. So like first base and third base, I get to load up on uh, tons of good hitters there, load up on some good outfielders. So that's one one other reason to love to roster the Astros. So um, obviously it's going to probably be tough to roster Astros with Chris Sale, uh, probably on like on a one pitcher site, but on a two pitcher site, um, I think there'll be some, uh, you'll be able to pull it off if you go cheap at pitcher. I think you, you can find a way to make it work, but um Astro stack is probably my favorite stack on this slate, and that's what I'm going to be uh, looking to load up on. But again, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Really enjoyed having you. Uh, again, I didn't mention this, but give me a follow on Twitter at uh, Travis Mangone. Uh, it's M A N G O N E. Uh, give me a follow there. If you have any questions on the slate, I'm more than happy to answer them. Anything that's after like six or six thirty, tough for me for me to get to because I'm looking at my lineups and worrying about that. Uh, but if you have any questions, uh, even if you have them around, then shoot them to me, and if I can get to them, I'll get to them. And if I see it after lock, I can always help you out after lock. If you have a question on like a two for two or one for one, or uh, if you have any questions too, if uh, my opinions have changed on the slate, because something I always look at is I look at. Uh, Look at the slate and keep digging throughout the day and uh, seeing if anything changes my mind on stacks or pictures that I like. So uh, always check me out there. Give me a follow there. And uh, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Uh, have a good one and uh, enjoy the slate. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled early, remaining amounts due. Unlimited basic after $6.30.20. Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto-pay data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. 